Josh Wolf is a uh, beautiful Saturday today in Tallahassee, Florida, April 16th, and we're coming at you with episode two of the NYG Spot. How you doing, Josh? Doing great. Great day to be a Noel. Great day to be a Giants fan. I'm just just happy to do the pod today. Great day to be alive, man. Great yeah. day to be alive. Um, so yeah, second episode. First one went well. It was received pretty pretty decently. Um, shout out the boys that listen. Shout out the boys that listen and that are listening again now. We appreciate you. Um, and yeah, there's decent amount of people actually listen to it so we're gonna keep up with this and keep it rolling shout um, out the international listeners shout out the international from, listener. uh, where was, was it? it um portugal belgium belgium, belgium. brussels Greff belgium in portugal if you're listening from brussels belgium thank you that's really it's really cool we're we're already international after episode two so big things coming for the uh, here at the g-spot but um all right, so I think um, what we wanted to do today was kind of address the offensive line a little bit, talk about the new additions this year and where we think it's going to be come week one starting, and then um, get into a little bit of draft stuff, a little more in-depth, considering that it's less than two weeks away now. Pretty excited. How are you feeling about the draft? Josh? I mean, the draft's just, it's it's the best time of the year, especially for a Giants fan. Always comes right on or around my birthday. It's, it's always a, well, I wouldn't say it's always a great time because... Sometimes you draft Daniel Jones six, and you don't know what to think, but <laughs> you know but it's I'd exciting. Say, I'd say it's never great to be a. It's never a great thing when you're picking at the top of the draft, except when the draft is actually happening. Um, and unfortunately for us Giants fans, the off season has been much more exciting than the regular season, the past few years. So. Yeah. All right, so let's let's get right into the O line. So um, Giants did a lot to add some offensive linemen. Uh, this this offseason, something that Dave Gettleman really never did, and I was always kind of confused, um, that he never went out and just tried to get guys that would that would that you could just plug in and would be no better, no worse than the guys are already on the team. And I think anything other than the line we had last year would be considered an improvement. I mean, do you agree with that? Yeah, it's, it's not even close. I mean, besides, even when even when everyone was healthy with Nick Gage, Shane Lemieux, I mean, it just wasn't a yeah. wasn't even an average offensive line. Yeah, I mean, we had a... Cam Fleming at right tackle. I mean, Matt Pertz, he was there, but I mean, Matt Pert, yeah, yeah, just not so not the guy. Yeah, all right. So here's uh, some of the signings. We got uh, Matt Gano, Jamil Douglas, Max Garcia, John Feliciano, and Mark Lewinsky. Um, so with these guys, I think um, Gano and Douglas, those are definitely going to be depth guys. Yeah, for I sure. hear. Yeah. Gano, um, he missed, I think, was all of last year with an injury. Mm-hmm. Um, still a young guy with some upside. So that's young tackle. Mm-hmm. That could be interesting, but that's definitely more of a depth piece, which I love. Um, and then going down the line, so Max Garcia. He's only 25. Yeah, he is only 25. Young guy, upside. Um, For sure. Yeah, we'll see. So one of the guards we picked up, Max Garcia, I think he is going to definitely get some playing time and yeah, from, have an opportunity uh, to the Cardinals. Yes, to make an impact this year. I think he spent the last 3 years with the Cardinals. Um in that time he started 30s or no, I'm sorry. He played in 36 games with 11 starts. Um primarily a left guard, but he has played all over the interior offensive line and he has a career pass block efficiency rating of 96.9. Mm. Um 
So yeah, so that's a guy that's uh you can you can slide around all around the interior O line, but I think primarily if he's going to be um, getting reps this year with the Giants, it's going to be a left guard, and it's either going to be split between him or Lemieux, depending on how he comes back from the injury, which we're still a little uncertain on. In in sixteen and seventeen, he started sixteen games both years for Denver at left guard. Only had two holding penalties in sixteen and one in seventeen. Wow, we that's thirty two games with with only three holds. We absolutely love that. No holding, no... His rookie year started five games, four holding penalties, but he played in all 16, so you never know where those come from. Where yeah. Those come from. So, yeah, we'll see with Max Garcia coming from a good team, a contender, the Cardinals, or at least seemed like to be a contender. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's... I don't know if we could call if we call that... Well, we definitely call an upgrade over... Who's playing left guard? Bredesen? Ben yeah. Bredesen was playing left guard for us? Yeah. You definitely call an upgrade over him. Um... We really don't know how Lemieux is going to come back from the injury, and we really didn't know what exactly he was before that because he's still never really. One more thing about Max Garcia, he's a Super Bowl champ. He was on that uh, that Broncos team that won the Super Bowl. Really? Yeah. Oh wow! So he's been around. Yeah, we I got a little Super Bowl caliber caliber offensive line on our team. Well, it's always great to have that experience, especially when we have young some guys. of these uh, younger guys on the line you and know? young guys that we will be bringing in yes. through the draft. Yes, yes, we'll get to that. Um, all right, next up, who's the new addition that's going to come in and make an impact is interior offensive lineman John Feliciano. Oh, I thought you were going to go the other way, the other guy. Kowinski? Yeah, no, keep going. <laughs> so, I say interior offensive lineman because this guy plays guard, plays all over, plays center, can do it all, and we are going to be plugging him in at the center position this year for the G-men because at this point I think um, – the unanimous feeling is that Nick Gates will not be ready to go week one. They've yeah, been would... they've been really quiet on his yeah. You're right. I haven't heard status. Um, I mean, as we remember, that was a pretty gruesome was... injury. That that was oh one God. of the worst breaks I've ever seen on a football field. Thousand percent. Um, so yeah, I mean, especially when you're a big guy like that, it takes a while to really get get back to where you need to be to compete. Um, in the NFL. So this is another veteran. He um, started 31 games for the Bills since signing with them in 2019. Uh, Last year he dealt with COVID and a little bit of a calf injury. So his numbers aren't really reflective of what he can do in a full season. But a veteran guy who's been around, he's shown that he can be be a quality average interior offensive line guard center in this league. And That's all we're really looking for. That's all we're looking for because guess what? Average is an upgrade over what uh, yeah, what we had last year, and and, and yeah. I like what they're doing, especially like just the way they're they're trying to construct this line, like going with the the vet guys, the yes. the guys that you know can play on the interior, and now with Andrew Thomas, stud young left tackle, and then obviously hopefully we take a young right tackle this year, and I just like how they're they're not necessarily building from the middle, but they're getting the guys that they know. We'll play and start in the middle, and then they're getting the high upside young guys on the edges. Yes, and that's something that Gettleman never really did, and Gettleman always kind of had this belief that, oh, his guys are going to work out like his Matt Parrott's going to work out. Right. And it just, ugh, it just and you'd see, see other teams going out and drafting guys in the sixth round who are starting and making impacts on their line. It's just so frustrating. So it's definitely nice to see that the biggest uh, area of need is being addressed for sure on the team. And I guess I'll go into the third, the new addition, Mark Lewinsky. Um, I think he's probably the uh, 
biggest one out of the He's three. probably the premier signing out of these offensive linemen. He Especially played, coming from that system, that offensive yes, line. Yes, the right guard for the Colts since 2018. Um, last year, 2021, PFF ranked him 21 among all qualified guards. Wow. So, and I believe that that ranks higher than his teammate, Quentin Nelson. As Is well. that true? I believe so, Wow. Yes. Um so yeah, that that Quentin Nelson's the best offensive offensive lineman in the league. Yeah. That's and they're both in the same high team. Praise. Yeah, so twenty one out of all qualified guards, that's above average right there. That's pretty solid. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. So we'll see. He's gonna be uh he's gonna be playing the right guard spot. So that, I guess we'll go into what you think the projected starting offensive line is gonna look like week one. Wait, can it before that, I I was on Twitter the other day and I saw the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh yeah. It was so it was like um it was talking about like like future like trades down the line making a big trade for a quarterback, I think, and it was like so like if we draft the right tackle this year, Neil or Kwanu, whatever, and a couple years down the line there's a big trade that we need to make, would you be interested in trading Andrew Thomas? And then moving the guy we draft this year to left tackle, and that I just, I just wasn't even. I mean, yeah, I, I that's Twitter. That's just not that's even Twitter. on like anyone's radar. Right that's now Twitter because I don't I don't get how you can even. No, you don't say trade that. your franchise left tackle. No, and we don't even know who we're gonna draft. We don't even know if we're gonna draft. The that's tackle. Twitter. That's Twitter. Right, exactly. Oh, Twitter. Twitter is great. I love Twitter. Twitter is awesome. Um, this whole shit with Elon Musk is pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, he's he's offering them double double their share price. Yeah, and I just don't them. understand. Like, it's yeah, we don't want to get too much into that <laughs> on this podcast. That's not what we're really looking to talk about here. But that's a whole another whole another deal. Yeah. But I love going in that Giants community on um, that you put me right? on. The, Isn't it cool? Twitter. It's cool to you know talk to all the other fans who are feeling the same way and just get. Get everyone else's um, opinion, vibe, vibe sure. with the franchise, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's fun. Um, all right, so starting O line projection. Uh, let me know if you disagree with any of this, Josh. I put left tackle Andrew Thomas, left guard either Max Garcia or Shane Lemieux. You can go either way. Center, I have Feliciano. Right guard Mark Lewinsky, and then right tackle I said rookie. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with that, Josh? Yeah, Do you agree with that yeah, yeah. assessment. All right, so with that. Right there, I think that'll lead us in to the little draft um, draft preview. Okay. Um, so I think it's pretty unanimous among us and all, many Giants fans that we need to go one of those tackles at number five. Yeah, I wouldn't even say with Giants fans. I think that's just a uh, consensus around around all the people that follow the NFL because we know the Giants have to draft a tackle this year. With picks yeah. five and seven, and with the two guys, I'm going to say two guys, I'm not going to include Cross in that top three, because yeah. I, I think the way most people talk about it, there is a top two, and then there's a little drop-off to Cross. But especially with five and seven, and that huge need, I think it's, I mean, it's just a no-brainer, honestly. Yeah. I mean, this has been the biggest need on this team for years, years and years, and it's really been what's held us back. And if we if we don't address it here... In a great, great spot to address it, you know. It's yeah, to I mean, address to get two needs, two of our biggest right. needs, which is offensive line and edge rusher. Um, I mean, yeah, I think we're set up pretty well. This isn't the best draft to be picking at the top, I don't think. But, um, but I, 
I think when people a, say that, I actually that makes me feel better. Yeah, honestly. I mean, it it, it can be a good thing because it means I there's like, a lot of spread talent around exactly. the board. Exactly, um, I love we have our the. Pick. I love the differ like the different the differing opinions. I yeah. love when no one knows the consensus. I and think that's going to work out so well for us. I feel like a lot of that when it's a really deep, thick draft like that. Um, I think a lot of it comes down to the talent evaluation. Yeah, and I was just going to say, I really trust our guys. And I definitely I trust really Joe Shane, trust our guys. who's getting out there and actually watching these guys and standing there for hours and really picking these guys oh, apart. Oh, you don't think DG um, watched guys? You don't think he, <laughs> I think, you don't think, he I think DG there? watched guys. I think he watched them from his, uh, couch, his couch in his living room. <laughs> like, oh, guy's got a nice arm. Oh, I think he went to DJ's, like, he went to the Senior Bowl, and that's when he fell in love with DJ. So, oh, look at the arm on that guy. That um, <laughs> but no, I think I definitely trust Joe Shane. Um, Speaking of DJ, how about that Bates dot? That, that ooh, throw that by Bates, Bates? Dot. that oh was my money. So I don't know. I don't know if a lot of you guys know this, but um, Daniel Jones' little brother Bates Jones, not little, well, well little, no, but little big brother. Yep. He's six foot eight. He's <laughs> the taller brother, believe it or not. Um, he, they're not, they're not. Uh, What's it called? Twins, but they are. They look pretty, pretty damn similar. Jesus, um, it's like thing one and thing two. Yeah, he uh, plays basketball for Duke. At Duke, well, he's a senior this year. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. So and he got Jones. a senior night screwed by Coach K. Yeah. Coach yeah. K is a self yep. selfish. Fucking hate Coach K. Prick. Yeah, but that's, that's so funny. Whenever um, when they came, when Duke came and played FSU, he got in the game. Yeah, he did get in the game. You didn't go. You're cheering for for Batesy. I did not go to that game. I you wish got I was the court. Yeah, game. you should have been there. Yeah, but. It's all right. I was at the Miami football game. That's that, that was, was the highlight. Should have rushed the field. That home. was the highlight of everything. We should have, but it's just the way it ended. Remember how it ended on like a well, yeah, it it was, on yeah, a play. It yeah, was, they reviewed it right. It was a review right. on him illegally spiking the ball, right, and right. the ref came. Oh out yeah, and, and, said, they, and they called said, it. The game is over. That was like the uh, the Dak Prescott spike. Yeah, remember when yeah, he slid? Yeah. Speaking of, wait, I want to real quick, a little tangent. So you know how the Pelicans they just won that little play in, and they they were celebrating on the table. Yes, and everyone was giving him shit for that. Yeah. That was us the Miami game. Yeah. Like yeah. that's that's I mean it's it's bullshit how people were fucking making fun of them for celebrating. Maybe Patrick Beverly throwing his jersey into the crowd and crying a little much. I mean, dude, especially with that I mean it's sports, bro. It's like, come on, dude. It's the the emotions there, exactly. especially in that game when they led by exactly. so much and then they were down and they came back and ended up winning that game. I mean sometimes Not to mention he was on the team last year. He was on the Clippers yeah, last that's year. True. Yeah. Wow. That was a good game. I, I called the end of that. Yeah, I heard dope. you guys out there yeah. screaming about it. Oh, no. Uh, I wasn't talking about last night. I was talking about a couple nights ago. That uh, Last night was the Pelicans. Oh, uh, I thought you were talking about the Pels last night. No, no. The um, the Timberwolves a couple nights ago beat the, the Clippers. And Patrick okay, Beverly jumped on the, the scores table. He was all hype. And then he was like crying after. And, <laughs> and everyone was giving him shit because it was like, oh, it's the play. And you're acting like you won a championship. Like They're like, oh, yeah. act like you've been there before. But. First of all, he never has. Yeah. Second of all, I mean, like, come on. These guys come are on. human, bro. We, I feel like so come much on. of the time we like we forget that these athletes are people, and like, you know, I throw my controller after losing a game at NHL. Like, yeah. come on, <laughs> this guy's getting paid millions and watched by millions. It's come on. Yeah. Sorry I mean, to get off. off no, track, no. Let's let's get back. Yeah, we're we gonna get back, get back to the draft a little bit and talk about these two stud tackles, which I really don't think we could go wrong either way. But they both have their own little... Yeah, it's kind of just little, what we think our franchise is things. Going. So I, I did a little comparison here for mm-hmm. um, Evan Neal versus Iki Aquanu. And so I'll start with Neal. Um, so one big thing for Neal is that he does have 
experience at right tackle, which Icky does not. Um, and because obviously both these guys are technically left tackles, but whoever we take will be moving over to right tackle. You want to know something um, cool about Neil too? Tell me, hit me with it. Played 700 snaps at left guard in 2019. Played 700 snaps at right tackle in 2020, and played a thousand snaps at left yep. tackle in 2021. He played the entire 2020 season at right tackle. That's for, awesome, uh, yeah. Yep. And that's so that's something that he has over Icky, that experience at right tackle in the SEC against that top level um, competition. Next, I have six eight three thirty seven. <laughs> I wrote in all caps, beast. Yeah, because that is quite the uh, imposing figure. Thank right God, there. DJ six five. Because yeah, yeah. Thank God it's not Russell Wilson or exactly. Kyler Murray. That's another underrated aspect of DJ's natural physical abilities, but that's neither here nor there right now. We're talking about uh, Evan Neal. Um, so yeah, beast, physical, dominant beast. I, his primary strength is his downhill run blocking where he really uses his size and his figure to just push guys back and open up these runs. He's also lanes. a great like a great athlete for his size. Yes. He great is. athlete <laughs> for his size. He can move. He is nimble for, for sure. being an absolute giant. Um, over the last two years, in between left and right tackle, he's only allowed 24 pressures. <laughs> um, and then in his little in this little section where I directly compared him to Icky, I said he's more refined, more experienced against top-level college competition. Um, he has a higher floor, and he's a physical monster. Yep. Um, so the way I really look at Neil is that, like I said, more refined, more NFL-ready right now. Um, he's the guy that's going to come in and really make more of an impact right away. But Icky, on the other hand, I think is definitely less NFL ready and less refined. But if he's molded in the right way, you think he has the he has the potential, potential? to be, uh, I think, an all time all star really? right tackle in this league. Really? Yeah. Um, so he did only play left tackle in college. He's significantly, guess, significantly smaller, four inches, six four, three ten. At that point, it's not. I mean, yeah, um, six eight three whatever is just. Unheard of. Yeah. He's been described as a versatile, universal scheme fit. So people think that he can really play anywhere in any scheme and contribute. Um, PFF described him as the most dominant run blocking tackle in the country, um, which is interesting because I hear a lot about how Evan Neal's strength is his run blocking and he's a little weaker in pass pro, but they're calling a Quanu the most dominant. I was under the impression it was the other way around. Like, no, I mean, Quanu was the run blocker and Neal was the pass pro. You see, because I feel like tall guys like that just just um, thrive more, I guess, yeah. in pass his, pro situations. His strength is there, but they. When I say his strength is like they're both definitely stud pass. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're as good. Well. At, they're good at everything. But That's like, why they're talking exactly, about getting drafted exactly. top five. Um, but where they really thrive and where they've been getting the most love is in their uh, their contributions in the running the game. Running game. Okay. Um, and then in the comparison for Aquanu. It's a more moldable, versatile, less size and power, higher ceiling, and lots of room to grow. Um, so I guess, you know, when I was watching the the tape on Icky, just this dude just plays like Neil is a big physical presence beast. But Isn't Icky, Icky just like just, a bully? He's just like, yeah, he's like a Will Hernandez, like dirty. Oh, like, great, yeah. thanks. <laughs> no, thanks. like Will Hernandez, at, Will Hernandez, Nick Gates type fiery attitude. What we thought we were getting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, uh, I mean, dude. it is Remember what we got. Remember when we thought Will Hernandez was going to be so good? Yeah, we dude, thought that was course, a steal at the top of the second round. Of course, dude. My God. Oh, where is he right now? Where, where did he just go? He's on the Cardinals. Is it the Cardinals I now? I think. Let yeah. me look it up. Oh, that was a disappointment, man. Oh, jeez. I was so high on Will Hernandez. 
so high on him. Yeah, he's on the Cardinals. Yeah, I don't, don't. I was thinking about writing with uh, with Neil where I call him a beast. I was thinking about instead of beast all caps, hog molly all caps. Oh, yeah. But, but that's I think we're element. retiring that term. I don't want to hear that shit ever again because he never did get his hog molly. He oh. was the only hog molly on the team. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking fraud. He should have signed himself. Yeah, yeah. I'll get out there and block for you, boys. <laughs> Sheesh. Um. Yeah. So anything, anything you observe the two, the two tackles that would sway you one way or another, you'd be fine with either or. Um. I'd probably lean towards towards Neil. I agree, just because of that physical presence. Yeah, man. a that, lot of that, a lot of the SEC thing. I, I mm-hmm. like that he was in the SEC. Great I like tackle. that he played all. Th- three of those positions that I just said. Um, I like that his he's a little more refined. I know for a fact Aquanu has a lot to work on in terms of his his um, technique, especially in pass protection, because that's really where technique shows up. Run yes. run run blocking's more just fucking power uh, scheme, I guess. But um yeah, I guess I'd lean a little towards Neil, but yeah. on, I mean I'm not the guy to ask about offensive tackles, but like <laughs> I don't give a fuck. As long as they can block, I don't care. Yeah, I I would be fine with either of the guys. I guess I would would prefer Neil and not buy much, though. Um, but, man, wouldn't it be exciting to see Saquon Barkley running behind a 6'8 beast just clearing holes out there? Oh, jeez, man. If, what His potential, if he gets holes... I, I think Saquon. I think he could have. I think he could have a really big year this year, dude. Because yeah, but then what happens when he has a big year? <laughs> what do we do? Yeah. We're not gonna sign him. No, we're not. Gonna <laughs> so what do we do? I don't know. I don't know, dude. It's, <laughs> it's such a fuck situation. It's just really. a, another top pick that's going to waste. Oh, I know. It's a top two pick, that, and we're not gonna it was get such anything. a mistake. It was such a mistake to draft him, but I was. Oh, you're so hype. He's so good. He's so good. He's still so good. Oh, dude, if we could work it out, so I don't know. I mean, I think he does. If he has well, a really good... likes New York, I think. No, I think the I think it would be the worst case scenario if he has like a huge year. I think he totally could. I think some guys usually their second year after the ACL they come back like really strong, especially since he's had a lot more time to rehab it this off season. I think I think he. I mean, every time he's come back from being injured or whatever, he's had this, like, mentality or whatever. But I think he is really going to be on one this year. Um, And if he can just get some holes, just get something and be used in the pass game a little bit and get him in – just get the guy in space. You get him in space, he he will make a positive play every single time. Ugh, Saquon. Saquon, Saquon. Okay, but I'm going to say it again. If he has a big year, we're we're not re-signing him. Yeah. I, well, I don't know about that. I, we have we have money next year. I think right as of right now we're we're not spending money on on a running back. You do if he has a, his rookie year again this year. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I think he, we have. I think and then he of, demands demands. The, no, because he I, he's has, not going to do that. Yes, he's not going to do that. Yeah, he's Saquon Barkley. He's the face. He is the face have, of our franchise. He's been the face of our franchise since he was drafted. You think so? We're gonna re- yes, a hundred percent. He is the face. Of our I don't franchise. think Who we have a face. It's it's Saquon Barkley. I don't think we have a face. It, it's Saquon, and that, I mean it's not saying much, but yeah, of course it's Saquon. Let me know what you guys think on uh, Twitter or Instagram. Let me know who you think the uh, face of the Giants franchise is. 
Let's let's post a little poll. Yeah, we will post a poll. Right I now. I will post a poll when we're done with this for all of our lovely followers to go vote on, and we'll see. But no, we'll I post a Twitter poll right now. Yeah, go post Twitter poll. But on I, my I'm, Twitter, I guess it's hard to have a face when you're the worst team in the NFL over the last however many years. But if if it's anybody, it's him, and. I think I think I guess I think yeah. I think Amara even came out and said that not too long ago. Like, yeah, this dude's the he's the face of our franchise. Um, but if I if he if Saquon puts up anything like his rookie year this year, he'll be resigned. I bet on that. Okay. Bet on that. We'll we'll come back to this. Yeah. We'll come back we to this, in like eight months from now. Freezing cold takes is gonna post this on Twitter. <laughs> I do know that account. I hope they do. And we'll get some exposure. Get some people, more people listen to the pod. Um, but yeah, that would be exciting. That I mean, that would be so exciting to see Saquon back in his form. I mean, behind I mean, the offensive he, he line. can't get worse. It's, it was just so depressing watching because, like, yeah, I can only blame the O-line for so much. But that. when you watch, you watch him, he's getting the ball in his chest and he looks up. And he's got a he's got a, a defensive tackle in his face. Week one this year was the Broncos, right? Yes, it was the Broncos. Week one the year before that was the worst game I've ever seen as a Giant. The Steelers game. I was no that we almost won that game. No, that wasn't yeah, that but bad. That wasn't that bad. Yes, we, we just was. we just we Sa- there were some Saquon terrible... had like twenty rushes in that game for like. You're talking about like from yards. Saquon, like his worst game, yes. or just yes. oh, maybe yeah, the run game in general. I remember watching that game of the dorm. Holy shit! I was so hyped. No, it was. I was I was so hyped for the Giants that year, and I remember yeah. Danny threw that dime to Slayton yep. that like yeah, forty yard touchdown. That. Oh, dude! And then he threw one of the worst interceptions I had ever seen him throw. You know what I'm talking about? He was like rolled out left, and like they're on like the fifteen yard line. He just did one of the little oh, lobs yeah. up. Yeah. Linebackers Ready for right Saquon's, in his chest. His his stats for this game hit me. Fifteen rushes, six yards. What what was his what was his um six catches for sixty yards. What was though. his average yards per carry this year? I'm curious. See if you can find that are you on PFF right now? No, but Darius Slayton has six for one oh two and two touchdowns that game. God. It'd be nice if Slayton can figure out whatever was wrong last year and he's he's Saquon. a nice piece of wide receiver for uh, yards sure. per carry. Three point seven Slayton. We thought Slade was gonna be so nice after his rookie year. Three point seven. It's pretty terrible. <laughs> Look up what, in what, did, what did Devontae Booker have? Wait, time out. In twenty twenty, he only played two games, sure. Nineteen rushes, his average one point eight yards per carry. Let's find out what uh Devontae, Booker. Devontae Booker's yards. And Saquon was four point six and five point oh in the two years before that. Five point oh is rookie year, that's really good. Well, yeah, that was his rookie year. Dude. Yeah, I know. That was that was the year that fucking running back won rookie of the year. Yeah, that's how you got. Booker have was four point one yards per carry last year. Wow, that's wild. wow. Yeah, dude, Booker was way more effective when he was in there last year. Yeah, hundred percent. That's crazy. And I don't know if that's because defenses just weren't playing the run when he's in there because they think it's a. He's usually in there on on pass plays, but um. Definitely felt like he was way more effective. See, the problem is that last year they didn't even they never stacked the box on us because they could send four every time and they'd be getting pressure on the quarterback and they'd be stuffing the run. They didn't even need to. They didn't even need to play the run last year. Yeah, you're right. I mean, just, I feel like I feel like 
the box is definitely stacked more for us than 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 most other teams because why would you say that? Because we can't throw the ball. Well, we try to throw the ball. We force ourselves to throw the ball, and that and last year the philosophy was get the ball to the playmakers down low, short, five, ten yard crosses, nothing down the field, and just got picked apart of that. Like that video yeah. we watched, or I told you to watch that. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Great, great video um, on YouTube. I forget this, what the guy's name was. But I'll look it up. It was a. It's, it was. I came across me. it, and it was. It was a Giants video. And it was like, oh, why the Giants are a, um, a sleeper team to bet on in twenty twenty two. I'm like, oh, what the hell is this? Like, is this some fan like biased fan? And I look, and now this dude's not like a fan at all, and he's like a NFL betting uh, guy. He's got a YouTube, and he got did right like here. a he did like a thirty minute breakdown of the Giants um, and the expectations and where we've gone wrong and why we've been so bad and it was really interesting to see it from a non-fan perspective broken down like that um, and he really dove into the scheme and like why things didn't work with the coaching and what they were trying to do with the players last year. It was really interesting. What What is the name of it's, it? It's uh, the Bottom Line View. Bottom Line View. Alright, so you guys should go, yeah, check, go check that out. It was a really well made uh Video from does have an Odell jersey in the background. He does have an Odell jersey, whatever. but I, I went and looked at like his whole page. Oh no, he's not a Giants like, fan, yeah, for sure. Own. But yeah, that was a just a different perspective. Interesting, especially those of you who are more like pessimistic fans. Um, especially the Daniel Jones haters. He he tries to back up Daniel Jones a little bit in there. Um, we definitely need to do a little Daniel Jones episode here after the draft. I yeah, think. I think so. Well, I mean, like, what what is mm-hmm. he in there to do? At least we're going to just examine the career. Just examine, just deep dive, examine. I'd like to watch some Daniel Jones film. I would love to watch I'd love to watch some Daniel Jones film. My fucking quarterback. No, you want to watch Daniel Jones highlights. Not nope, film. I, I want to watch the film. I, I'll admit where he goes wrong. I admit it, but... Still Danny Dimes. Yeah. All right, it's let's... The kid. Uh, you want? He is the, the kid. kid from Charlotte. He is the kid. He's at the final four. He was at the he final four. He made an four. appearance at the final yeah, four with, like, with, yeah, some, that's right. with some with some, with some fucking bitch. female. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was it was so funny because every Duke game I we watched here, I'm like, oh, I bet Danny's there. I bet Danny's there. <laughs> and then the final four, I was like, all right, Danny's really got to be here. And I was checking Twitter, and um, someone who was sitting right behind him courtside posted a picture of him from behind, but it was he was on the other side from the camera, so we couldn't really see him on the broadcast. But Danny's a big basketball guy. He's a really good basketball player. Oh, yeah, yeah, have you seen him? Really have good. you seen the videos of him hooping? No, I haven't. I've seen... I definitely can't find I him. I know, I've heard like, fucking Renan talk about him. Yeah, hooping. I've seen the... He's a... Dude's an athlete. Dude, I'm sure. He's <laughs> yeah, a whole family is athlete, because yeah. I think he has... I think he has two... Si- or another... A sister and a sister brother as well. I think one sister plays soccer. soccer. Yes. Yeah, one Duke, of, maybe? Yes. And then I think there's another sibling. I want to see athlete. their mom play basketball. Maybe, but that's it's an athletic family for right sure. <laughs> it's a, that's Bunch of one, boys. one proud uh, some proud parents right there. Oh, the Joneses, the Joneses. All right, we need to get back into the draft a yeah, little let's, bit. Let's uh, let's do edges, or let's just edges. do everything else. Let's do everything else. Edges and DBs. Yeah. So, so I looked more at the. That everyone else besides the tackles. Yeah. And um, I'm not going to go through stats because I kind of did that last episode, especially with Thibodeau, but... I want, I want your opinion. I want your uh, your feelings. So, okay. Tell me, tell me what you're feeling about these guys. I right? was high on Thibodeau 
when I started looking at him, but I kind of, kind of fallen off him a little bit. Hmm. The thing about Thibodeau, it, it's the stats don't really tell the story besides maybe his freshman year because because obviously the COVID years. So there's not there's not much to go off of in terms of stats. Um. One thing I I actually did find very interesting is he played like not even close to the same amount of snaps as like Hutchinson, but still was like pretty much up there with his um with his sack totals. What was but the difference? Do you do you have that? The in the difference in snaps, yeah. yeah. So just twenty twenty one, Thibodeau played five hundred sixty defensive snaps, uh two hundred eighty nine of those being pass rushes. And then Hutchinson played 794 snaps, and 425 of those were pass rushes. So that's about 150 more pass rush attempts and, like, 250 more snaps. And, yeah, he had four or five more sacks. An important piece of the the pie right there. Yeah, 100%. And you got to keep in mind, they also play in different conferences. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Pac twelve is way different than Big Ten. Big Ten. Yeah. Yep. Um, something that scares me about uh, Thibodeau a lot is he's kind of inconsistent. Like, like he'll just have games where he doesn't he doesn't show up. Really, his he'll go a, a lot of games without a sack, even without a without a pressure. Um, a lot of that is obviously due to the attention he he gets because the Oregon defensive line wasn't wasn't great by any means. The Oregon defense wasn't great by any means. That's just what you see in the Pac-12. But I mean, I mean, this kid's a fucking an animal, just like Neil. He's a freak at his position. He's a unicorn. Actually, besides Aiden Hutchinson, who's fucking six seven somehow, and he's defensive end. But is he six seven? Six seven. Oh my god. He's six seven two sixty. I didn't know that. Yeah, Holy Thibodeau's they they long body. They list him at six three, but I would I love probably that lean towards body, more dude. six five. Yeah, but Hutchinson's going one. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. but um, oh man, Thibodeau's gonna be good. Yeah, uh, for a fact. I mean, he's he's got all the the physical tools. He definitely needs to refine his his pass rushing skills more. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's just he's it. It really all depends on what happens in front of us. Yeah, I no, was, yeah, uh, it's it's gonna it's gonna determine everything. There's a lot of there's a lot of different ways this could go. Like, you know, I was I was talking I talked to you about the talking giants that live stream they did the mailbag yes, whatever yes. and uh, one of the guys on there was talking about it wasn't the two guys on the pod it was I'm gonna you know I'm gonna look it up because I want to know who that third guy was I didn't recognize yeah, him. Talking giants, if you're listening, love yeah, your Bobby. Pod. Bobby Skinner. We're from yeah. the crib. We're from, yeah, we're, we're from, from the five six one. Dude, five six one. Let's, let's, let's get together. Let's collab. Let's, let's collab. let's get an episode. His name going. Football Grump. I don't know who that okay. is, but he, he was really smart. He was he actually uh, made a couple great points. But one thing he said that I found really interesting was because we have five and seven, and because next year's draft is so deep, and we're I guess I shouldn't look ahead and be like, oh, we need a quarterback next year. But next year's quarterback draft is, right. is yeah, it's gonna be good. And if we pick up a second first rounder for next year. By trading seven, you can look into potentially moving up with both first-round picks that we would have next year to uh, to get that franchise quarterback. 
I would love to trade back, dude. Yeah. I would, I would not be opposed to trading back. Last, I mean, trading back last year was last awesome. Last year was the best. That was the best move Dave Gettleman's ever made. and Best decision he's ever made in his life right well, now. Well, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Best decision he's ever made, dude. Oh, Kadarius, KT stays healthy this year and turns out to really be like a, a force, which it looks like he can be. That's going to be... Kind of makes me sick that Michael Parsons went the pick after. I know, but, I know. Yeah. And it kind of makes me sick that we wanted to take Devontae Smith and the Eagles oh, jumped I'm fine with that. that. No, nah, that bothers me. That well, bothers me. it bothers me that the Cowboys and the Eagles traded with I each like, other. But I'm glad that they. I don't. I didn't. Want I, neither did stuff. I. Neither did I. But it bothered me that the Eagles jumped us to get him because they knew we wanted him. It bothered me more and that the Cowboys. The Cowboys did traded. It. Yes, exactly. I'm and not bothered that the Eagles jumped us. against us, bro. I did because I think the Giants were just so confident that the Cowboys wouldn't trade out of that spot. Yeah, especially with <laughs> the Eagles. Right. Oh, dude, that was right. I can't stand. Can't stand fuck the Eagles. Fuck the Cowboys. Oh, fuck Philly. You, you Philly people, you, you guys idolize fucking a, scumbags. Idolize a fictional character. That's what you guys do. You idolize a fictional character. Did no oh, class. did you see the the Phillies fan that threw the Mets fans? Phone oh yeah, field? I did see that. Oh, scumbags, dude. no class. No and you class. know what? The Mets fan didn't deserve it, but you gotta know it's coming. Dude, the best. You're, you're gonna put your phone in a Phillies fan face oh, yeah. after you oh, just yeah. won the game. He's gonna throw it on the field. Yeah, hundred percent. But he got the phone back. Yeah, but dude, I I remember it's a tough, a rough night to remember. Uh, twenty twenty season at Philadelphia, the way that uh, game Ingram. ended, that Evan Ingram, <laughs> yep, right through the hands. Um, <laughs> God, we should have won that fucking game. Um, Are you just talking about that game? Or no, I'm talking about that game. And then license plate guy was leaving, and he was um, he was live on Instagram, oh, yeah. and he's just like. He's fucking so pissed, just death stare, walking out of there. And and you hear all the Philly fans, he's like, these fucking scumbags, pieces of shit. (laughs) (laughs) He's walking out of the stadium, and he's he's like, look look at this, look at this. And it's just like two homeless guys, like, passed out, cracked out on a bench. And he's like, look at this, fucking scumbags. (laughs) This is disgusting. hate these people. That's hilarious. Oh, that was rough. That was a rough night. Should go to New York, Jesus. Yeah, hey, we're going. We're going to New York when uh, Joshy turns twenty-one. Yes, sir. We're gonna. So uh, we got another like year. Well, your birthday's coming up. Yeah, I'm gonna be nineteen. Yeah, we yeah. got two years. Yeah, we got we have hell of time. Yeah, hell of time to save our bread. Quite a while. Go have a time up in New York. Go catch catch, catch a Giants, a Giants game. game. Catch a Mets game. Mets game. Um, we wanted to do it Giants Rangers, but that's probably not gonna work out. No, it's pro. So uh, hockey season starts January. Hockey season. Well, this year was different. No, 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 no. It doesn't start January. It starts like October, November. Oh, oh, dude, we can totally go see it. Rain. Well, yeah, but it would just we'd have to wait until it starts. That's fine. Yeah, I'd rather go to Giants Rangers than Giants Mets. So would um, I. Yeah, no, that would be sick. We we should make that happen. Hey, maybe that's a long time. Two years from now is a long time. Maybe we'll have a little bit of an audience by then. We could do a little meet up at MetLife. You never, That'd be dope. Never know. Never know. I went. I I went to my first uh, game at MetLife this this year. I went with my buddy, my mom, my brother, and it was awesome. It was cool going to New York. It's like my second time in the city. Uh, the game was not awesome. It was the <laughs> it was the week we the played Falcons the Falcons. Game. <laughs> that was, oh, week dude. three. Yeah, and I that picked that. Us, I picked that before, like, oh yeah, Falcons game, like that's home game, easy. And, like at that time, like, like yeah, we looked pretty terrible, but the Falcons looked even worse. And the, oh god, dude, that was just that was that was a fun game though because 
I remember Evan Ingram came in. Whole stadium started booing as he's jogging onto the field. Gets a pass. Hits him off the hands. I think it was low-key a bad pass, though. No, no, no. It was a drop. It was a drop. Was it? I don't know. It was hard to see from where I was. But dropped. Everyone starts booing. Whole stadium is booing. (laughs) Boo, fuck you, Evan Ingram. Boo. And judge calls him out. He gets out out onto the bench. He's jogging off the field. Coming to the bench. And this stadium erupts. Erupts into cheers. And I actually felt bad for him. He had his head down. (laughs) He was shaking his head. I I felt bad for him. 100%. And I, you know, I think he... Didn't deserve a lot of the hate that he got. Um, I agree. But, you got to catch the ball. Especially when you got the game winner in your hands uh, Against in 2020 in Philly. Philly. That was, oh, dude, I was so dejected after that. I was I was beside myself. That was unbelievable. Oh, I don't feel like thinking about it. All right. Should we go? Should we talk about the other edges? Talk about the other edges? Yeah, other I teams? mean. Anything on our boy Jermaine? Yeah. I dude, there's been Jermaine. a lot of talk about Jermaine. I know there's at, been like a lot of talk seven. about Jermaine. At yeah, seven. and that's what I've been saying, bro. That's what I said last time. It's scary. That's what I said last time, dude. I would... Dude, he's. I know, but it's scary at seven. But it, it, I it, agree. It, I agree. It's scary at seven, but I would love it. I would love it. Oh, that'd be sick. I would, it's, and it. just because because New York Knowles. because Brian Burns slipped through our hands, and I wanted Brian Burns so bad, and instead we got Dexter Lawrence, and this would just. Bring it all together. Yes, yes. No, I would. I would love Jermaine. Um, one thing I heard: How old is he? Is he, is he like twenty-five? I think he's a little older. Good that's question. one of the. That's one of the negatives I've been hearing: is he's an older guy. Um, um but he's two years definitely more NFL ready. I think ready to make an impact now, more refined. Let's see. Floor. Jermaine Johnson is a. What's your guess? I think I. I heard he was twenty-five. Twenty-three. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know where he I was getting that play, from. He, he played, else. let's see. Huh. I think he only played two years at uh, Georgia. No? I, I know two years at Georgia, four, yeah. Year. And then one year at Florida State. Interesting. All right, so he's not. He's Dude, he had 11 and a half sacks last year in 12 games. 17 and a half tackles for loss. Dude, we watched him. We watched him he all He had a touchdown. Year. Yeah, he had the fumble, the... The former strip sack and scoop and score. Boston College, maybe? No. No. Who was that against? Um, let's, let me find it right now. Jeremy. I got it. I'm already here. It was against Clemson. Oh, oh yeah, yeah on the right. road, dude. That that's right. That was fucking first... one. Oh. God. Yes, that's right. Forced the fumble, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was watching ACC Network the other day, and they had the they were replaying the North Carolina FSU game. Oh, that, that oh. Jordan Travis just popped that yep. game. Hey, for those of you who are like casual college football or whatever, remember the name Jordan Travis yes, next year. Just remember the name Jordan Travis. This dude is Lamar Stud. Jackson. He's Stud. he's the next the Lamar light Jackson. Light skin Lamar. Light skin Lamar from the five six one. From the five six one goes to Florida State. He lives in my apartment building. I see him all the time. Drives a red something. Yes, he drives a red red truck. A dope, tricked out F one fifty. It's probably parked out there right now. But this dude, he's my age. He's gonna be a junior next year, and he can move. Like. I've never seen anyone move except Lamar Jackson. You mean he won us that Miami game. Yes. He is an absolute, absolute beast. If you don't know who he is and you're interested in stuff like that, go watch some 
Go, go watch, watch Miami Jordan Travis. Go highlights. watch the highlights versus Miami. Especially the please, Miami game. Please do. Because he... He's a stud. He do something special, and he's getting better at throwing the ball, too, and that's where he needed to improve, and if... Who knows? Who knows? No. Dude. No. Huh? What? I don't think so. I mean, he showed it last year. I mean, it's... Are you talking about NFL? I'm talking about college. Oh. No, I'm saying, like, you said, like, potentially. Oh, I'm, I'm not saying watch out for him in the NFL. Okay, good. No, no, I'm, I'm, say, I'm sure. saying watch out for him in college. Okay, good. Who knows? After this year, no. you never know. Dude, if he had pops this dude, year. Dude, this last run of Florida State quarterbacks has not been good for the NFL. Well, no shit, dude. No shit. But if you don't think if he has a crazy year this year, he's going to get a lot of attention. No. Okay. We'll see about that. Um, all right, anything else on Jermaine? Uh, no, just mm-hmm. fucking. I would, be awesome. I would be fine that'd with be him awesome. there. I would, I guess. More, I more guess so I would be he went too. to FSU. I would be so hype. Uh, I'd be and the second. I know he's like, I know he's good. I know he's gonna be solid. Be the second um, FSU giant behind Graham Gano, right? The boy Graham Gano. Right. Um, yeah, that would be awesome. I we saw I, Graham Gano at the Dolphins. We game. did he see Graham Gano. Yes, we were, we were chopping at Graham Gano at the Dolphins game, and he, he returned the favor. Go Knowles. but um. But yeah, I would like him. I'm sure a lot of people would not, and a lot of people would be upset with taking him there. Um, but I would not, and I don't think you would be either, Josh. I think no, that would definitely be would super not. cool. Yeah, that'd be dope. Um, but I'd say that's definitely depending on who's off the board. Right. Then. That's right. well. That's um, all what this draft is. That's yes. That's no it's, consensus. We're at gonna. All. We're gonna. There's so many different ways and outcomes it could go. It's like one of those video games where you like you pick what happens and it affects the outcome of the game. It can, you know, what I'm talking about. What do you mean? You can branch off into different stories, different oh, ways. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. One. Yeah, I know so what you're talking it, about. There's so many different ways that the first four picks ahead of us could go. That we're just gonna have to wait and see. But whichever scenario we're in, there's gonna be a a right move and a best move. I feel. Um, so yeah, do you have anything on sauce? You talk about sauce. Um. Yeah. I mean, besides Swoss. the fact that he's a fucking, just a great scheme fit, I mean, he, he was absolutely no, dominant in college. Ahmad, no touchdowns allowed, soft. Yeah, I mean, we, we went over it last episode. I mean, he's fucking, he was, his stats are ridiculous. I mean. Yeah, it, it just turned into another position in need for it us. Does, yeah, it, you're right, it has. And, and honestly, even if we keep Bradbury, I'd be fine. We're with not it. keeping Bradbury. Yeah, well, obviously. Okay, Bradbury's well, Bradbury, Bradbury's the money we would save getting rid of Bradbury is literally exactly is how there, much it because is Shane, there like a deadline day or out. something? No, Shane's holding out looking for a trade. Um, I don't know if oh, they can okay. do it right, right. post draft or whatever, but his number that we need to get rid of is pretty much on the dot what we need to pay yeah, for right. our rookie Isn't it like draft class. It's like twelve. Like, it's like somewhere around like oh, twelve. I thought it cleared up like sixteen or something. No, nah, it's like right around twelve. I think. Okay. Um, but yeah, he's he's got to be gone. I don't see any world where he stays. I guess I could be wrong, and I guess that would be. No, you're right. Good. He, no, he, but he, yeah, hopefully he gets I, traded on draft night. To I would Chiefs. be shocked. Yeah, a draft night trade would be awesome. I mean, Chiefs have well, yeah, they do have some draft capital now. Yeah, no, they trade. do. The Dolphins, yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. about that. And did you look at anyone else? Did you look at Hamilton or? Well, I mean, I think we talked about these guys last we time. Did. We, we saw. Did. I mean, Hamilton's also a fucking freak. We we saw him in person. You didn't remember that we saw I, him in person, but I completely forgot. And then, I, yeah, that's funny. He literally made like the best play ever I've seen in person, at least. 
that pickoff that Jordan Travis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I was like, who the hell is that guy? Yeah, Kyle, Kyle Hamilton's Hamilton. he's that guy. He's he's that uh guy, that boy. All around, I mean, he'll, he'll play anywhere. He's kind of kind of like Isaiah Simmons, a little smaller. I really liked Isaiah Simmons coming out of college. Yeah, I don't think the Cardinals used him quite like they should have in the first two years of his career. He definitely played a lot more last year, but he played he barely played his rookie year, yeah. which I thought was ridiculous. I wanted the Giants to take him. He was all the hype back then. He was he was awesome. First time awesome this, that, this. Sorry, we got we got big play Xavier McKinney, baby. Well, I would, I don't think Zay. Isaiah Simmons isn't a safe. Well, uh, he plays. That's what he, that's what he was technically is in college. Right? Then he played safety and linebacker, and he went all around. Yeah, like he a, played. He literally played every. He played in slot a little bit. Yeah, even lined up outside a couple times. He rushed the passer. I think he's more of a, a nickel. I mean, not a nickel. A, uh, what's it called? Actually, yeah, like a nickel linebacker yeah. or like a in the box safety, kind of like a Jabril Peppers but bigger. Jabril, oh, I'm gonna miss him. Where he's hiding again? Jabril Pepper, Patriots. Oh, the Pats, Jeez, right? Yeah, back with Joe Judge. Right, yeah. Oh yeah, Joe Judge. Yeah, there. Joe Judge has got the assistant Earl back in New England. He's back in. Yeah. Um, How yeah, long are we going? Dude, we're at forty-eight minutes right now. Nice. Um, is there anything else pressing that we want to really get to, or anything before this draft? Because I think that this is going to be the last uh, episode before the draft, and then we will come back with a post-draft uh, reaction mm-hmm. episode. Um, so, anything else we want to? We want to touch up on before we call it an episode? Um, no, I think I'm, uh... You're chilling? Got everything off my chest. Got yeah. it all off the chest. It's all out in the open now. I'm just ready for fucking NHL playoffs, dude. I'm I ready am for the, I'm ready, ready for, for the Rangers. NHL playoffs, sure for the Rangers, for the Panthers. It's going to be fun. No, no, Rangers. It's going to be... I turned Brandon into a Rangers fan, yeah, if, anyone's, okay, I'm a... if anyone's wondering. Uh, you see, I, I do really want to be a Rangers fan, but I feel like I just can't do that in good conscience. Why? You're a Giants fan. I am a Giants fan, but I've been a Giants fan my whole life. So you got to start somewhere. I mean, that's... I've I've been more of a Panthers fan than a than when a the past Rangers couple fan. months. No, I used to live next door fair to the enough, owner. Fair I fair used enough. to play hockey when I was little. Yeah, I was there right. at all the games. games. Okay. I I do I do like the Rangers. I like betting on them. I like the team. I like the boys, and I will root for them. But I can't, in good conscience, be like a diehard Rangers fan. And I definitely want to root for Florida. Like this year. The Panthers. Okay, but okay, they got they got the chance to do something special. Okay, it's one of the best teams ever. Uh, yeah, not without your best player, your best defenseman. Yeah, but he's coming back for the playoffs. Is he? He's supposed to be uh, back. Ekblad's supposed to be back for the playoffs. Yeah, that's what that's what I sure. saw last night or something. Look it I'm up gonna, right now. I'm gonna. I think Ekblad, but that'll be that'll be awesome. Going what to happens? Uh, games. Yeah, what happens if the Rangers <laughs> play the Panthers? Are you wearing a Rangers jersey? <laughs> I don't Are you know. Wearing a Rangers jersey, dude. I maybe? think I would have. I I think I'd have to root for the Panthers. All right, that's fine. I think I'd have to. Are you serious? You, I mean, you you told me I know, verbatim I know. if the Rangers play the Panthers, <laughs> I will go with you and wear a Rangers jersey. And didn't did you get a Shesterkin? No, I didn't get a Shesterkin. Fucking pussy. <laughs> oh, I, I can't do it because I'm so big on that. On like you can't just pick a team. You can't just like jump like that. Like I, I'm so big on that. Fair enough, it's but like just, it's, but like, but it's just all there for you. It is all there, but I can't do. Any, I grew up watching the Giants with my dad. That's why I'm a Giants fan because I would sit there. On the couch when I didn't even know what football was, and I started watching the Giants with my dad. I never watched the Rangers with my dad. Fair enough. Never. He took me to Panthers game, but that's what we did. Fair enough. So I don't know. I, I like I said, I like the Rangers. I like betting on the Rangers. 
Um, oh, also, by the way, if there's any betting uh, agencies listening and uh, uh, drop a little sponsor like Bet Online or whoever, we would love a little uh, little betting sponsor. Um, we are big big wagers over here. We love a little, yeah. little bet. We actually had a nice, hit a awesome parlay last night. I was bored and I was like, oh, let's see the games. We had a little Florida parlay. It was the Marlins, the Panthers, and Florida FSU State baseball. baseball. And we had that was it. I had the Panthers. Puck line minus one and a half. Oh, you took puck line? Oh, well, then that's why that's the odds. That's why. That's why. Oh, you should have looked. Fuck. You should have looked. I did look. You stupid. Nah, I always look. You like... stupid. Yeah, I took puck line. Panthers puck line. Marlins money line. Knowles money line. 20 to win 100. Nice little cash. Did that on Bet Online. Uh, Bet Online is a great offshore book if you guys want to go uh, check it out. Hopefully, uh, hopefully they hear that. Oh, wow. Throw this kid up. Hopefully my mom's not listening. Throw this kid some money. <laughs> hopefully my mom doesn't hear that. Well, hopefully she uh, she turned this off after the first 10 minutes and realized, oh my God. Ma, I don't 50, lose money. 52 minutes. I promise you, it's not No, like we only make money. Sometimes we lose it's not money. not like high school. But, but in the long run, we're always up. We've been killing it this year. We've hit some nice bets. Dude, yeah, I started with 50 in my bet. Well, let's, let's not, well, prize picks was fucking... Oh, awesome. I barely even did prize picks. Well, I've just prize picks was awesome books. for me because of the Duke game. Let's get a prize pick sponsor. Prize picks, dude. Prize things. pick, prize pick sponsors. Yeah, I'm sure they prize do. Prize pick sponsors, and they're not huge, huge yet to where like yeah, maybe they want to sponsor us. Um, yeah. I'm trying to look anything news. on Aaron Eckblad, I can't see anything. Now he's. I forget exact. I think it was on the broadcast yesterday. It was on. It was on the broadcast oh, yeah? during the game, and they said Eckblad expected to be back for the playoffs. So we'll see. But that place was getting loud last night too. They were getting hype. Right? FLA what? Live Arena, it's getting hype. Dude, don't F- don't FLA talk Live. to me about. Like, you want to go out there and put on the Ranger game right now and see? Dude, MSG I understand it's MSG, bro. On t- at twelve thirty on a Saturday, dude. It, come on, dude. It's, it's Madison Square Garden. Arena, arena, I'm not trying yeah. to say that. Yeah, and you're talking about talking FLA about, Live. I'm talking about you're the talking about FLA Live. I'm talking Live. about the Panthers actually having a fan Fucking base and people and there. BB&T, Bank Atlantic, FLA Live has gone through many names, but the shitty cats have always played there, and now they're like one of the best teams in the history of the NHL this year. Not history of the NHL. Yes. No. More than one of the top scoring teams. Top there. scoring. I don't give a fuck how many goals they score. You should. You don't score four goals a game in the playoffs. I hate to bring it to you. I, I know. I was t- I've been telling Gref this for so long. Well, Gref has... Gref- I know. Gref... I know. Gref... Griff doesn't understand. Griff started becoming a hockey fan this year and just picked like the best year to be a Panthers fan. Yeah. He's Griff doesn't understand that there were twelve people in be, FLA Live Arena yeah, last he's year. He's gonna be very upset when the Panthers show their true colors <laughs> after. A Not even their true two. colors. Just there's just come back to me. it's the Panthers. Dude. We're a hockey team in South Florida, bro. Like are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> dude, that'd be so sick if the Panthers won the cup. Man. I know. That'd, that'd be first so cup dope. ever. Yeah. Yeah. They went. They went to one a while ago, right? I don't think so. They, I think they went to one and they didn't win. They've been to one. Stadium. My dad went to the first ever Panthers game. Really? He used to have the oh season God. tickets. Really? Yeah, he went to the All Star game that was down I think here. They've too. only been around for like three years. Or Dude, the All Star game is gonna be here I know. next year. I know. Is it next year or the year after? Next year, right, 2023. I'm going. All right. Well, so am I. I want to meet my All Star Weekend, South Florida. I want to meet Breadman. I want to meet. I want to meet Igor. I want to meet fucking. Oh, let's hope they make uh, the All Star. Igor will be in the All-Star game. All right, we're coming back to this. Artemi Panarin. 55 minutes, two seconds in the pod, you said that Igor will definitely be an All-Star. Chris Carter will probably not be an All-Star next year because he's not scoring 50 goals again. Panarin going to be an All-Star? 
Panera will be an all-star. Panera wasn't an all-star this year. He didn't score any goals. Dude, he scored like... Not for me when I bet that. I know, but he's <laughs> he's been scoring a lot lately. He did score He also plays goals. with fucking Dryden Hunt, who's not a second-line player. I'm not going to get into all this Rangers yeah. shit, because I feel like I'm talking to my dad on the phone right now, but... <laughs> All right, yeah, we're going into fucking hockey. We're going to a whole other. No, dude, right. I'd love to talk about. The I'd Rangers. love to talk about it too. Hey, if you guys like some hockey talk, let me know. We could talk more hockey. We can do Rangers pod, Panthers pod. You know, we can, dude, we'll, we'll, Rangers we'll talk. pod would be so fun. I listen to. I listen to a Rangers pod. That I just started listening to. They're also on Twitter. They like made the community from the the pod. Mm-hmm. What's it called? Blue shirts breakaway fire. Yeah, dude, I mean, if people actually listen, we'll talk about whatever. We'll talk about the Rangers, hockey, football, whatever. Just, I hate the NBA, not basketball. Yeah, I don't know. I don't talk about college basketball, not the NBA. Yeah. Fuck the NBA. Um, all right. 56 minutes. I know we're going to call it. Um, Shout out Alex Catino. Shout out Matthew Nebbins. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, boys. We Happy appreciate birthday, Gage. Love you. Yes, 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 yes. Six Happy years birthday. since my bar mitzvah today. Wow, yeah, wow. Holy shit, dude. Six years. Six years. Wow, that's crazy. April 16th, I remember that. 2016. I remember your bar mitzvah, Josh. That's crazy. How time flies, and now I we're know, here. Dude, it's fucking ridiculous. Now we're here in college. <laughs> I feel like we like we probably talked about this six years ago. It's crazy. All being at this. It's crazy. That is cra- that. You know, what was even crazier is that we were all in that class together, and we were right? like, all Giants and FSU fans. Yeah, us three. Pretty funny. It's awesome. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. Like I said, we'll be back with a uh, post draft. Reaction review. I think we'll probably do it after the whole draft's done and not the first round. Um, we'll see. We're gonna be watching the draft together. Maybe we'll film our reactions or whatever. Put out a little statement on Twitter, Instagram, what we think after film that. Our reactions. Give us the follow on the on Instagram at NYG Spot Pod on the Twitter. Is it at NYG no, Spot Pod not. on the Twitter? Follow at Josh Wolf four two nine. At Josh Wolf at Brandon underscore Rockland R A C H L I N on Twitter. And yeah. Let us know the feedback. Let us know if you're liking this, what we can do to improve it. And that's it, guys. Love you guys. Thank you. Love you guys. Peace.